This week's episode of the House of Lords podcast has been brought to you by us. Yes, it's brought to you by us. So if you would like to help us sustain this podcast and grow this podcast, here's a few great ways you can do so. You could share the link to our podcast on your social medias. Let it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even MySpace if you're feeling nostalgic. Yeah, use the hashtag BlurredPod. That's our hashtag. You can join the conversations that we're having. Let us know what you think about the things that we're talking about. On Twitter, you can use the hashtag PodIn. That's a now listening hashtag. Those other people know what you're listening to as well. It's a great way to find other podcasts by creators of color. If you want to step it up a little bit and you want to help us out financially, you can check out our Patreon located at patreon.com forward slash house of blurs. We keep it simple there. You can donate as little as a dollar a month up to even more, whatever you're so inclined to do. Um, there's some great giveaways on there, depending on the different tier levels. Definitely check it out. Or if you're not too big on commitment, you can visit our PayPal at House of Blurds, and you can just hit us with a one-time donation because anything counts. Yes, every dollar counts. Any notes that are left with those donations being on Patreon or on PayPal will be read out on the show. So we'll definitely give you a shout out because we greatly appreciate it. Again, thanks for listening. Now back to the show. episode of there will be spoilers presented by the house of birds podcast we are your hosts this is nicole and got armani here what's up guys and mo hola and we are going to knock out season six of game of thrones the entire thing because we are right on the eve of season eight starting so let's go ahead and jump in season six episode one the red woman Opens up with John's body still laying on the ground in the snow because they just left him there and didn't care that he died. And Sir Davos is the one that finds him. And like, then everybody starts coming downstairs all of a sudden. And we hear ghosts crying and is upset. Yeah. We also get the image of this is also in the episode when Melisandre takes off her necklace and we see her as an old ass lady because she's all upset and distraught because. She just been wrong after wrong after wrong. Which kind of threw me off. Because does the necklace hold her powers? You know, the other red woman who was in Marine also had that same necklace on. Correct. So, there are plenty of other scenes in the show when Melisandre ain't had no necklace on at all. Yep. And she was still young. So, I don't... Sir Alistair Thorne, you know, comes clean the fact that he's the one who killed John because he don't give a shit because he feels like John was a traitor. Davos, you know, secures the body. And honestly, this season here from season seven, Davos better get some real recognition. Like, he better not die. I'm going to be upset if Davos dies. I've realized that. Like, he is so fucking clutch in so many areas <laughs> shit and getting stuff done. So if anything happens to Davos... I think we'll be upset. I'll be big mad or big mad. Big mad. Let's see. So Ramsey was sad about uh, Miranda because he finds out she's dead and Theon and Sansa are gone. Marcella returns home in this episode as well. At least her body does. Jamie brings her body back. So we see the, uh, the outcome of that. Septa Unella still is uh, down there torturing Marjorie. So <laughs> in Dorne, the Sand Snakes are like uh, Oprah's brother as well this episode. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
two of them got on the boat with them to go kill Tristane. <laughs> and then, you know, Alaria and, and her main daughter, the youngest one, her only daughter, killed, killed her brother. Or killed Oberyn's brother. Let's see. Arya's blind. <laughs> so they took her sight because she decided that she was going to do her own damn thing. Um, and not kill the lady that they asked her to kill. So now Arya's out here, poor beggar on the road. And uh, getting her ass beat by the waif. No one says anything. Like, the fact that no one, like, notices or says anything when her, this blind person's getting their ass beat <laughs> randomly on the streets of Bravos. It's like, is that just normal in Bravos for blind people to get beat up? But I was thinking when I was watching, it's like, no one stepped up and said anything. No one asked any questions. Little, little, little blind girls, too. That's not just... <laughs> not at all. Season 6, episode 2 is Home. Brand's in a tree. Finally got a haircut. That was my note here. All these seasons of Brand walking around with this same-ass haircut from season 1... Like, he really outgrew it at this point. So, it was definitely time to cut his hair. So, we're going to assume that Mira cut his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we got one. We got one. We got one. Uh, we got one kind of. Right now, you see going through, but like, we forgot that Danny got kidnapped by the Death Racky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. They get picked up by the Death Racky. Uh, they don't know who she is, which, I, you know, it seemed interesting to me that when her Kalasar disbanded, like, where did the ones who left go? So you would think that none of them would have ended up in any of these Kalasars and none of them would have recognized her. Like, that's that's what made that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's a lot of Dothraki for no one to know who she was. That's my thought. But yeah, she got kidnapped and taken to vast Dothrak. There ain't no snitches. There was probably someone that was on this, so there ain't no snitches. <laughs> Tommen does not let Tommen does not let Cersei attend uh, his sister's funeral. And at first, like I was wondering, like why, like why did he do that? But then later on, when Jamie asked him that question, like why didn't you let your mom be here? And he says because you know the, the Sparrow told me that she wasn't allowed to enter the Sept, and you know he didn't want to lose her again. Like he was legitimately scared. He didn't want to lose his mom again. So. It wasn't, you know, that he turned on Cersei or, you know, out of spite or anger or anything like that. Or he was legitimately a kid who was scared that his mom was going to get taken again. I don't think Cersei saw it that way. <laughs> Jamie confronts the Septum, the High Sparrow. They, you know, have a little exchange. And basically, the High Sparrow threatens Jamie and tells him he can go fuck who he is. <laughs> Short and sweet of it. Since Danny's gone, we got Tyrion, Sandy, and Grey Worm trying to figure shit out and keep the city from getting burnt down and stuff like that. And this is when we get my favorite line of Tyrion's, I drink and I know things. Probably one of my favorite lines in the entire series. This is when he tells him that. Arya is still getting her ass whooped. Ramsay wants to go to Castle Black and kill Jon Snow. And his dad's like, you need to chill the fuck out. That's not how, you know, you get things accomplished. So we still got Ramsay running around being Ramsay. Bran tells Sansa that she saw Arya. Because Bran comes and she's the one who ends up saving Sansa and Theon from and Theon, yeah, from uh, when they when they get away. So now you know Brienne has finally got to make her pledge, and Sansa finally accepted it. So she tells us that she's seen Arya. So this is like the start of the reunions, kind of like Sansa knows Arya's out there at this point. Um, She knows Jon's out there. She knows Arya's out there. So that's kind of starting to to come a little bit I guess together as much as they could we get Euron and her dad and this is the return of Euron in this episode Euron comes back and kills the Theon and Yara's dad they have some fucked up names what was his did they ever say what their dad's name was yeah it was um Balon ah Balon yes Balon Greyjoy takes a dive off a bridge oh so he just said I want to go swimming and swan dive something like that with the assist of his brother (laughs) You know what? I feel like a swim. Let me jump 200 feet down to this water. What is dead may never die. Well, that nigga dead. <laughs> <laughs> Call it what you will. Oh. He's gone. He gone. They should probably rethink those words. Yeah. You think? <laughs> so Davos goes and gets Melisandre and she says the words... And nothing happens. And, you know, John's homies leave the room because they're like, okay, well, we're fucked. Because he's still <laughs> dead. I don't know what y'all thought was going to happen. Although Davos, Davos knows what he thought was going to happen. 
right away. Didn't happen, so he leaves. And then, you know, Melisandre leaves. Actually, she left first, what else? Um, but Ghost is just chilling there next to his body. And all this silence. And then all of a sudden, John wakes up. Opens his eyes. Dun, dun, dun. And he's back. <laughs> Basically. Season six, episode three, Oathbreaker. All right, John's surprised as fuck to be awake and trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Because he just got stabbed. Now, they have mentioned like him getting stabbed like 30 sometimes. I don't think that's really how many times he got stabbed because there wasn't that many people there. And he definitely didn't have that many stab wounds in his chest. I thought it was like five times he got stabbed. And that sounds way uh, Let's see. So, this scene with, there was a, a cute scene with Gillian Sam. At least I thought it was cute. When she was reading and, you know, he began frustrated with her. But, you know, Gilly's coming up. She's def- she's reading on her own now. She's not just a wildling anymore. Yeah, not just a wildling. She out here solving shit because she solves a major piece of the fucking puzzle later on that Sam actually gets credit for. But it was really Gilly who found that piece of information. But whatevs, you know, don't credit the dude with it. The old broads at uh, Vast Oathrak tell Danny that uh, she ain't going nowhere and that she's lucky if she gets to stay with them because the calls could just kill her if they wanted to. And Danny's like, <laughs> nah. They ain't about to kill nobody. And yeah. Danny's like, I got things to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the mother of dragons, the breaker of chains. <laughs> like, I'm on the schedule, bro. You don't know. You got me behind right now. Varys is doing his thing. He meets with the little harpy lady, with the lady who's like helping out the sons of the harpy and threatens her. If she don't tell him what he needs to know, then her kid's going to get it. Um, Varys is not above threatening children, which I love. Some moments, Varys be saying shit. Like, Varys be coming at people crazy, but when, when Melisandre comes back at him and then he's sitting there looking shook later on, that was like, oh, hmm. I think they're a little bald guy. So Tyrion is trying to tell jokes with Grey Worm and Missandei. Missandei, get my Mas- name right. Sunday. <laughs> I don't be in here to talk about uh, Tormund. <laughs> First of all, if you pronounce his name like that, it was hey, man, Missandei. Just sound like you. <laughs> if you don't get that little Missandei out of here, see what I'm saying? Missandei. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Get that. Get that right. And she tells her joke, which was actually pretty cute. Which is the corniest joke ever. It was, but it was cute. She tried. And then Grey Worm with his dad joke. Grey Worm. So the small council meeting in King's Landing. Cersei and Jamie try to do a pull-up. And her uncle says, nah, not today. Y'all can sit down if you want to, but we getting up and leaving. And they get up and exit stage left. I love that her uncle did not give a shit about them. <laughs> like, it's not gonna fuck who you are. You ain't nobody. You ain't the queen. <laughs> what you mean? Your reign is over, cuz. I know we family, but just know this this is it. This is what it is. I don't gotta listen to you. Exactly. We can, we can slide. You know what I'm saying? Poor Picel still looking all like just useless as fuck. Arya gets her sight back and gets another chance and her training restarts. We we this is where we get the first like inclination that she took the hound off her list because when she was talking to the waif and the waif was going running down all her you know her facts and she was like who else is on your list and you know she said nobody or whatever and she kept hitting her and she's like she took the hound off her list or he was but he ain't no more so we get that confirmation that she did remove the hound off her list which family was it that captured Rickon? the, the ramsey no the cow starks was the the car starks car starks yeah Okay. Well, they turn over Rickon to Ramsey, and Shaggy Dog is down. So no more Shaggy Dog. That's a damn shame. They killed that boy's dog. And then he, again, still big as shit, not saying nothing. <laughs> Just looking. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. So we, we find Rickon and his babysitter. Uh, Osha. Asha. 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 Finally get Asha back. Yeah. Asha tries to do something. Like, at least, you know, she tried to make a move on Ramsey, but he was two steps ahead of her because he already knew who she was. He already knew that she had got them out of there. So, rest in peace, Asha. She bites the dust in this episode, too. John gives out justice for his murder. So, um, yeah, he, he's he's gotten to the point where he's pretty thorough about when he says he's going to kill somebody, they're they going to die. Mm-hmm. He respects Ned Stark's words. Yeah. The man who serves punishment swings a sword. 
Yeah, for sure. Because he killed Barris and Selby. No, not Barris and Selby. No, he killed, uh, what the fuck was the other dude? Alistair Thorne. No, not, he killed, this is when Alistair Thorne dies. The other dude, the bald head guy. The first dude he beheaded. I know you're talking about. Who what? was also on the Night's Guard. <laughs> yeah, that annoying fuck. Well, anyway, so he killed them and then he kills these guys. So he's good at additional justice, including the little kid. You know, no, uh, no one gets spared. Season six, episode four, The Book of Strangers. We get one of the first reuniting scenes that we've been waiting for. Sansa and Jon back together. That made my heart just warm. Yes. And then I also realized that over the course of seven seasons, six seasons, this is the first time the two of them have been in a scene together. They have never, even from season one, they were never in a scene together. This is the first time. John gives a uh, Sansa the all my life I had to fight speech. <laughs> He's done fighting. So she wants to go get back Winterfell. And he's like, no, nah, I'm tired. <laughs> I done died. I came back to life. I've been fighting ever since I left Winterfell. I'm good. But when they get that note that uh, Rickon is there, that kind of changes. Let's see. Littlefinger goes back to the Vale. He lies to Robin. We see Robin a little bit more grown up here. But, you know, he's got clearly got Robin under his thumb. He's still looking malnourished. Yeah, he is like still looking a little malnourished. So Tyrion decides to make a deal to end slavery over time. Terrible idea. Yeah, Miss Sandy and Grey Worm are like, nah, this is trash. Don't agree with this. And then he, you know, comes out with his little Abe Lincoln, his little Abe Lincoln moment. You know, if I could end this without ending slavery, you know, I would. But I'm going to, you know, we got to do something. I understand we want it all to end, but we need peace. This is when Masande's uh, outfits like really started to come up. Like I really liked her outfit. <laughs> uh, she's definitely, I think, got some of the best costumes for sure. I, I really, you know, I always start to appreciate her outfits about here. So let's see, Jorah and Dario are off trying to find Danny. Jorah's out here getting his old ass beat, so because <laughs> he's old and he got grayscale. So yeah, the High Septum brings Marjorie into the fold. So at this point, it's like, I was starting to wonder, was Marjorie actually drinking the Kool-Aid or was she just like, nah, I got to do what the fuck I got to do. I got to fake it so I can make it so I can get up out of here. Like, I just need to get the hell up out of this situation. Yeah, she wasn't trying to bounce without her brother. That was the thing. Yeah, she just really wanted her brother. That was so sweet. So Cersei talks to Tommen and goes to the small council. Now, this Right here, because when Cersei went to the small council and told them, well, she talked to Tommen. When Tommen was like, you know, he had talked to the High Septon, but it never says what the High Septon told him. Like, we never really get that. And then Cersei goes to the small council and tells them that Marjorie's going to have to make the Walk of Atonement. I was wondering, one, did the High Sparrow actually tell Tommen that? Or did he tell Tommen that she was not going to have to walk the Atonement, like make that walk like that? And he told his mom that, but his mom went back and told Olena and them that she was to set up that whole fucking interaction that we get later on at the Septa Baylor. Like, which was it? Or did he tell her, or did the High Sparrow tell Tommen that she was going to make that walk and then change his mind at the last minute because he knew what they were going to do? Like, who was playing who here? I think Cersei lied. <laughs> yeah, I just think Cersei lied. That's kind of where I was going. That's that's what I was thinking. I think it was a setup. Theon decides he's going to take his ass back to the Iron Islands because, you know, he, he ain't going to go see John because he goes see John. John going to fuck him up regardless. And Sansa's like, oh, no, I'll, I'll vouch for you. Like, no, nah, I got nah, I just need to go home. <laughs> so he goes home. So the call summons Danny and they're like, oh, yeah. We're going to have our way with you. And so will our men and our horses. And she's like, oh, really? Well, think again, buddy. And she had Jorah and Dario. Dario, Dario, whatever. Um, <laughs> lock up the doors. Now, I did notice on the scene, like, after she, you know, set the place ablaze and burnt all the motherfuckers up and pulled her walking out of flames routine again. Now, there were a couple of the old Khaleesi. There were a couple of ladies outside that door dead. So it's like, were they just standing guard and that's why they got killed? Because it seemed like most of the Dosh Killeen had, like, walked up afterwards, like, after that fire. So. I feel like it was just the ones that was messing with her, for the most part. It was like, you ain't never gonna leave here. 
Yeah, she walks out and, you know, through the flames. Proves her point once again. She is the unburnt. Season 6, episode 5, The Door. Santa Just a quick, as a quick side note, what is that? Like, I get it as far as being unburnt. Like, we get it, but as far as the show goes, like, does that mean she's a superhero? <laughs> I'm just waiting for the moment that shit don't work. <laughs> like, if, what if it's, like, Melisandre's powers and, like, one day that shit just don't work no more? Yeah, just I don't know. You see how you see the Night King and all that magic and the children of the forest and stuff. But is Danny really like a superhero? Yeah, I think she really is. That's that's gonna be the question is can she be killed? Clearly she cannot be burned with can't, she can't die with fire. So it's like what can kill her? Yeah, what can kill her? We've never really seen her cut or stabbed or anything like that, so I mean we've seen her get punched. She oh, feels clearly. Yeah. Who punched her? Oh, uh, Saren. He didn't punch her, but he's slapping her around. Oh, he didn't slap her around, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did. So that's going to be interesting. That 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 question will probably be answered in season eight, if something should happen to her. Sansa's sewing her ass off. She sews, like, whole ass. This is when the time speeds up a lot. Like, this is when we start just seeing a lot of shit happening really quick, and there's, like, no sense of time anymore this is when we lose all sense of time in game of thrones because shit is just happening like how did sansa sew all that shit in one up like it's just no sense of time anymore mm-hmm. at this point so when little finger shows up sansa's like nah you can kick rocks bitch because you knew about ramsey and you sent me there anyway and this is when she tells him that she can still feel the things that he did to her inside of him inside of her this is what makes me think she's pregnant. We have, we have, I don't think we've really touched on that on the podcast. We did a little bit. If Sansa could be pregnant. Although, I mean, granted, mad time has passed, it seems. So it should be happening. No, no, she ain't been out of his clutches that long. So at this point... It's been at least two months. She would have at least noticed a period or two. She's been pretty stressed. <laughs> I don't know if that's the thing that they kept track of back then. <laughs> How stress is affecting their periods. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess by the end of season seven, how much time are we going to say has passed since the Battle of the Bastards? Has it been? I mean, has it been months? It's been months. Yeah. It's been months for the fact that the stories went around pretty fast. Okay. So then we're going to assume she's not pregnant because she damn sure would have been showing for sure by the end of season seven. If she... Mm -hmm. All right. Arya is still getting her ass beat. (laughs) Three episodes or five episodes in, she's still getting her ass beat by the way. Who seems to be Mike Tyson at this point? Because she dropped her stick and is fucking Arya up. We also learned that Bravos was founded by the House of the Undying, by like members of the House of the Undying. So they're the ones who actually settled Bravos and created that area in that town. So that's probably why they're minding their business. They know what's going on. True. This is when she's given the mission to go kill the actress. She sees the play, and this is when Arya learns of the shit that's been going on in Westeros because she's been so far removed from everything she has had no clue what's been going on so this play is like her first glimpse into what has been going on as far as Joffrey getting murdered and Sansa marrying Ian and running away and this is how she's getting her news via a play Yara makes her bid for queen of the Iron Isles Iron Islands and Theon, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with her. I'm not going to run. I back her. And Euron's like, mm, well, no. Like, I killed my brother. And I want to be king. And I should be. And somehow he manages to win the vote. So they steal all the ships and leave. <laughs> like, Yeah, I like how they were just like, you know what? While you're occupied, we just going to get these and dip. They had a lot of people on their side because that was a lot of fucking boats. I was about to say, what's the time frame on everybody jumping on 190 million ships? <laughs> and Euron being sworn in. <laughs> like, like, it took that long, no one noticed. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is when we lose. Like, there's no sense of time anymore because shit just happened. Like, Euron wins the vote. Then, I mean, then we say, okay, well, let's get them baptized now. And then Yara and Theon were like, you know what? We're just going to go do our own thing. We don't need to be here for this. But they, you know, fucking mount up a whole shit ton of people. And they go, let's get these boats and go. They save Danny and. Danny's like, you know what, Jar? I've been trying to send your ass away. You don't want to go away. Can't get rid of you. Can't keep you around. And then he's like, nah, I gotta leave. Yeah, that's when he's like, uh, <laughs> actually. I can't stay. I gotta go. <laughs> okay, so she commands him to go find a cure 
for his gray scale. And he dips. So, yeah, Jorah, you know, goes on his mission to try to survive this shit. Kyrian summons the high priestess because they're like, okay, we got to kind of keep these people in Marine on our side. So he's like, hey, let's ask the red, you know, one of the red women, red priestesses or one of these people to help us because they seem to have a way with the people. And Varys is like, I don't trust them, but I guess. So they summon one. She comes. And this is when we got like Varys' backstory. And we get even more confirmation of magic. And that the the god of light is real. Lord of light is real. Like, this is a thing. It ain't bullshit. It's not just people making stuff up. Like, this is real at this point. So we know that for sure. Bran, don't listen. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yes. <laughs> My note here was Bran fuck stuff up. <laughs> so he decides to go back into, you know, the, the past. dreamland. Yeah. Without the three eyed yeah. raven. And he gets his ass, you know, touched by the Night King. So now they can enter the thing, enter the cave of wonders, and gets everybody fucking killed. So everybody killed. Summer died. Hodor dies. Everybody killed, but them two. But Miran, Miran, and Bran. Yeah, that was that was fucked up. So literally now, and we get Hodor's backstory. Yeah, we do get Hodor's backstory, which was sad. Like this was one of those episodes where I really cried. Like I cried at the end of this episode. Yeah, I cried when Hodor died. That was sad. <sighs> he didn't start. Ugh, man. Yeah. And again, th- and this is when we start to get those theories of, could Bran be the Night King? Like, okay, did he... This is when, like, the theories of, did he go back and really fuck some shit up, trying to fix some shit? And that's why all this started happening. Because we see that he can go back and actually affect stuff when he's back there. Like, he, he can affect the future, essentially. Like, he can... Fuck shit up. Alter more things than we know. Yeah, yeah. So how much else has he possibly altered? I guess we'll find out in season eight. <laughs> so John needs help to keep the north, and Sans is like, "Hey, yo, let's just you know, let's go, let's go knock on some doors, <laughs> see if we can drum up some friends and stuff like that." And while they're doing this, though, Sansa gets a letter from Littlefinger about the. Uh, the dudes at the veil or whatever, but she don't tell John. So she kind of keeps that in a tuck about that. Was this the episode where we got... This wasn't the episode where we got um, Leanna Mormont, was it? I feel like I would have had more moments. No. She doesn't pop up until we actually get John in Winterfell. No, because they went to her to get help. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Why do I not have any notes about her in this episode, though? I feel like I should have had more run down about her. Now, but I feel like this is the episode where they went to... Bear Island. Yeah. When they were doing their little campaign runs. Yep. Mm. Yo, Liliana Mormont, though, was, like, legitimately, like, easily my second or third favorite person at this point. Like, that little girl was so fierce. Yeah, what? Because, I mean, seriously. What was she, like, seven at this point? <laughs> she was a bad bitch. <laughs> Yo. Oh God, I loved her. I love, I love her, and she's another one. We need to make sure Bear Island is protected, cause man, ugh, I hope she gets to meet Jorah. Like I feel like I hope she gets to meet Jorah. Like season eight, can we see Jorah and Liana? Like their family, can we get that? That'd be awesome. He ain't got no other family out here in this world. That's his what niece, cousin. They never actually say their relation, cause they never give her relation to his dad. Okay, well we're gonna assume that's his cousin. Because we're going to assume that George's dad's brother was running Bear Island. And that's why his daughter is now running Bear Island. Because she says that her parents died. So, yeah. We're going to assume that's his cousin. That'd be great to see, you know, more family tie-ups that people don't die. (laughs) So, season six, episode six, Blood of My Blood. Sam, in an attempt to keep Gilly safe. Because he's going to go to Old Town. Because he wants to become a maester. He decides to take her to his family. And we see, we meet the Tarleys. Who at this point were like, why the fuck are we even meeting the Tarleys? I was like, I don't care about these people. Why are we meeting them? Rosar, I was just like, like, this is just useless. They're assholes. We don't need them. The only important things that we get out of this episode is because the Tarleys later come back in season seven, which to be honest with you, like the first couple times I watched this through, I didn't I, even realize that was them. Neither <laughs> like, did I. I was just about to say that I didn't even realize that's who they were yeah, until yeah. it was mentioned later on. Man, this is the 18th rewatch for y'all. You ain't paying attention to the little things. Not to them, not to them, because uh, the Tarleys were just assholes 
I was like, I don't care about these people. Um, but my only real, like, important, the only thing of importance out of this visit to me was getting that Valerian steel sword. I was like, oh, okay, that's why we're wasting our time here. Because we need to pick up another, we need to find a way to get Sam a Valerian steel sword. That's the real reason we went here. So the High Sparrow's out here outmaneuvering everybody. Arya makes her final choice that she's not no one. She warns the actress that the young chick's trying to kill her and she doesn't, you know, complete her mission. So then the waif asks for permission to finally kill her and he's like, just don't let her suffer. Did he really think she was going to listen to that? Like, did he think she was just going to, like, poison her? Yeah, like, did he not know about the bullying that was going on in his little school? Yeah, like, where was he at when this was going on? <laughs> not supervising his trainees well at enough. All. Each one, teach one. Literally, it's interesting because this episode is when he sticks the waif on her, but that fight don't happen until like two episodes fucking later. So we don't see them again for two episodes. There was nothing else important in this episode. I can't think of anything else. Anybody else got anything else important from season episode six? This was a waste of time with Sam's family for the most part. That was really it. Season oh, six. Now, oh, now you want to rock with the waste of time with Sam and, and his storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I told you before, you're like, oh, we love Sam, man. Let's, let's talk about the storyline. I'm like, yo, get Sam and Bran out of here until season seven. Really? <laughs> All right, let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. Get Sam and Bran out of here till about now. Until <laughs> toward the end of season six, then you can pick them back up because now they're starting to get back into the show with important storylines that actually mean something to the show instead of these little, like, filler six-minute uh, dialogue scenes where we just don't give a fuck about like, seriously, besides Sam meeting Gilly, getting the baby, killing the White Walker, and saving Jorah, like, what do, like, give me some other scenes. John's great. I said, and Gilly's the one who found out the truth about John's paternity, or the fact that John was not, or Liana wasn't right. raped, like, she found that. But, like, besides them four points in, what, five, four, four or five <laughs> seasons? You know what I just realized this is equivalent to? This is equivalent to when Harry Potter got that gillyweed, when or when he was yeah, during the uh, the Triwizard Tournament. Yes, from the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> in the books, wasn't it Neville who gave it to him? But in the movie, they changed it. Oh hey, guess what? I'm out of this conversation. <laughs> I don't know. I just, just came I to thought mind. Neville gave it to him in the movie too. Okay, because somebody else gave it to him in the book. Like there was there there was a change in that. But this is like one of those things where it's just like. We just insert in random fucking people to give people random things. So it was like the whole Gilly finding out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. That just I don't know why it just came to my mind, but yeah, trolley. That's what this is. So you're right, Mo. They are just kind of a waste of time until now. Episode seven, the broken man. We find out where the hound's been. We see he made it after Arya left him at the bottom of that hill with his bone sticking out of his body and fucked up and he happens to meet up with the only happy people in westeros like this little pocket of people this little group was happy just out here trying to survive we get the random appearance i don't know what that guy's name is but he he randomly appears in a lot of hbo stuff because he was on deadwood actually he's appears on a lot of stuff he's out there talking to the hound the hound's out there trying to be a better person he's trying to walk a better life you know line we just see that the hound was a good guy who was asked to do bad things. He's really he had a really good heart. And he was just following orders, man. It's just like it's just like that dickhead that is OJ's old lord is defending Nipsey Hustle killer. Oh, like, hey, the end of the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, some there's some people that gotta do the shitty job that you know nobody wants. And you gotta do bad stuff and take care of bad people, but <laughs> Nah, nah. No, I'm not saying it's okay, but <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not saying it's okay. But I'm just saying for every for every reaction, you know, for every action is reaction. Yeah. Bad deed, so just you know. Rap, rap about that later, cause that shit to me is just fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. Even not, I, guilty, not guilty too. Play not guilty. Like and not I had insanity, a... not no contest, not guilty. Ugh, man. Okay, we're not going to get to that. That's going to piss me off. You know what? We probably should start this podcast episode with that because we have not done like a rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle because I think we've done like two episodes since that happened. Marjorie is also trying to be better. Like she like she's trying to get her shit together because she's she actually is realizing like she's not that great of a person. She's just really good at pretending to be a good person. So she acknowledges that. 
which is mean she's a bad person. Like she's no. not what she portrays herself to be. Doesn't mean you ain't shit like Cersei. No, nah, for sure. She, I mean, she, yeah, she definitely was not a Cersei level, but she was doing what she thought she needed to do to get where she needed to be. Um, you know, it's funny. I'll be on on Twitter, and I'm sure I know who Jamel Hill is. Mm-hmm. And she's she's like in season seven right now. She just started Game of Thrones a couple weeks ago, and her and so. Like, you see how our reactions be? Her reactions, she be having reactions for the culture. Like, she be coming with, like, memes and gifs and shit behind it. And, yo, her reactions are so funny, man. Like, some of the shit she says, like, how we about to get to Cersei in the set. She was like, oh, damn, Cersei done got everybody up out of the paint, huh? <laughs> like, like, silly shit. If you just go back on her Twitter and scroll her timeline, that shit was funny. When she thought the hound died... Like she was like, oh, not my spirit animal. Y'all done killed the only real play up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. Dog, she is funny. She is funny on Twitter. What she talking about that? You know, it's it's interesting actually looking like at a lot of these people who this is who they're finally watching Game of Thrones and all these reactions. And I am here for it. Like I am here for all of these people just now watching and. I, in the last two years, I've put about a dozen people on the show. No lie, at least a dozen. And they're and and I'm and I'm twelve for twelve. Every last person is just like, yo, this show is crazy. I told my one of my old teammates about this shit like maybe maybe three weeks ago. He already caught up. This nigga was doing full. I think I sent you one. This dude was doing full Facebook season reviews to his homies. Like, yo, why ain't y'all tell me? John is crazy. Yo, Danny, that bitch, like, hold on. Hold on. Sharing is caring. Now we're about to all go through this season eight together. Man, you know what the worst part about situations like this is? What's that? Gotta wait a week to the next episode. You can't just uh, binge the next one, like, for real. Like, that's, that's an honest, okay, that's a whole nother topic. So, in the spirit of going off topic, <laughs> um, Binge watching, like Netflix has created this, you know, they create, they're the creators of the binge watch. And then it's like, we watch an entire series and then we're just like, all right. So when it's like, when it comes to shit that comes on weekly, like what we've known our entire lives before Netflix, it's just like, fuck man, I gotta wait a whole week till this shit comes on again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. I can't just watch it all in like 13 hours. I'm about to do the same shit for <laughs> Disney Plus. Yo, shout out to Disney Plus. I'm damn sure paying for that bitch. And I'm gonna get the package that includes Hulu. Well, yeah. So. I'll be canceling it and just getting it with that. Cause I'm just like, you might as well just get it all in one. So John wants the free folk to help him. And they're kind of debating on it. And they're like, well, you know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. So we should probably help him out. Lady Tyrell blames Cersei for all this shit. She tells Cersei all this shit is her fault. Because Marjorie interprets you know, some comments that the highest pharaoh makes to her as a threat to her grandmother. So she's like, nah, you need to leave, grandma. <laughs> leave town. Get the fuck out of Dodge. So Lady Olena's like, look, I gotta leave my grandkids here and it's all your fucking fault. Because you decided to go give these dudes weapons and empower them and now the shit's backfiring on you. And it's costing, you know, my family. So she basically tells seriously go fuck herself. And she's leaving town. So the Blackfish is not gonna yield... The Riverlands to the phrase. So we get some more Frey shit. Blackfish. This is actually when John goes to Lady, Lady Mormont. Um, yeah, so I did have she was George's cousin. Da, this is when da, we learn that like we get more of Davos giving his speeches. And he is the real negotiator. Like Davos <laughs> is the master negotiator on this show. Because people be telling John no. <laughs> they told Stannis no. <laughs> and then Davos steps up and he says what he needs to say. And they're like, all right, I He's got the real motivational speeches. Yes. Davos for the speeches. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about them saying speeches in season seven when John meets Danny for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> Davos pulls out that speech work. <laughs> after the fact. After the fact. <laughs> first first impression that was terrible with Jon Snow. <laughs> He's the king of the north. <laughs> Meanwhile, most uh, Masande done had the full novel. You are now standing in front of Daenerys, unburnt, break of chains, mother of dragons, 
uh, eat a peanut butter and jelly, uh, TV watcher. <laughs> Nigga, we get it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, listen, I love Danny a lot, but I be hating them scenes when they get to the intros. I just be like, bro, boring. We get it. In that particular scene, Miss Sandy was mad forceful with them like titles though. Like she was like not holding back. Like she was like, making nah, it. Nigga, you hear me? This what she done did. She breaking chains. She riding dragons. You can't burn her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man, it was that was so amazing. So Yara, Yara, and Theon out here. Um, because Yaron had actually that's how Yaron won the vote because he said he was gonna go marry Daenerys. So that's where Yara and Theon are going. They're making their way to Danny because they're they figure you know they can convince her to help them out as opposed to Euron. So, and we see that Yara likes girls. We get some rogue members of the Brotherhood roll up on the Hound and his friends, and they you know went back and killed them that night and pissed the Hound off. That sucked because like once again the Hound made some friends. These people just out here minding their own goddamn business. He's actually trying to do some good out here. Yeah. Can't be great. At all. And then, this is when we get the battle of Arya and the Waif. Um, this fucking fight through all through Bravos, all through the streets of Bravos. The Waif fucking chases her down. You got Arya falling off of, falling into rivers, falling downstairs. She stabbed her in the fucking gut like three times. Yo, Arya took them stabbings like a fucking champ. Like she, she really, she really took like eight to the stomach. She slashed her once, and then she like poked her mad times, and one she dug in there and twisted. And that's then the one, that's the one like Face Off. Y'all remember the movie Face Off? That's the one that don't heal. Yes, yes, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, okay, I wouldn't say favorite movies, but it's definitely in the tops of like rewatch that shit if it's on TV. I'm watching it. But yeah, so like yeah, Arya took it like a champ, and John died. <laughs> who's the real who's the real one in that family well in John's John got John's stabbed in the heart thank you in John's defense <laughs> he got stabbed in the heart relax all oh, you caught them pokes to the stomach relax he's got the scars to prove it oh man Arya makes well, her way low key, you just called John a bitch for dying cause he got stabbed in the heart <laughs> What? It was a joke. No, no. There's always some seriousness in every joke. Yeah, a little bit. So, John, a bitch for dying because he got poked in the damn heart. Arya outsmarts the wave because she had went and got needle a while back, and she uh, had needle hidden in a little cave, so she got the the waif in there, and she she killed her. Season six, episode eight. No one. So, no, she hadn't killed the wave yet. This one, she got away from her. And then she was with that lady that was trying to. Yeah, she went. She was trying to save. Yeah, she was trying to. She went save and the actress. Hung out with the actress and then the way found her. Um, and then this is when that happens. So the hound gets even because he tracks down those dudes and he finds the rest of the Brotherhood. So he finds Beric Dundarian and Thoros. Got them dudes strung up because they were about to kill him. And then he's like, nah, I want at least one. So he gets his revenge. Bran arrives at River Run because. Sansa asked her to go get the blackfish. The blackfish to come help them. And he's like, I'm not leaving my house for nobody. I'm staying right here. We get some Brienne and Jamie. Skip this, please. <laughs> All right, fine. Or you get into your Brienne and Jamie bag. <laughs> as long as you know where it was going. See, the hound joins the Brotherhood. We got that. That happens. Danny gets back to Marine. And she's like, what the fuck did y'all do? I left for like a couple days and y'all fuck shit up. Arya kills the waif and she hangs her head in the brotherhood. And she, I mean, she hangs her head, her head in the house of black and white, her face. And tells Jockin, look, motherfucker, I have a name and my name is Arya and I'm going home. And Jockin's like, do you, boo-boo? He's like, I guess you earned it. Now, do we need to discuss anything else from season eight before we get on to one of the best episodes of the series? No, I'm pretty sure that's it. Episode eight. All right, season six, episode nine, Battle of the Bastards. It was all right. <laughs> so we will skip this one too. <laughs> yeah, like niggas fought, niggas died. <laughs> Definitely in the running for top eight episodes 
at this point. Top eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. You know why I disagree with you and I say it's the best episode? Because we keep thinking of the battle for Winterfell. And I forgot what the fuck else happened in the episode. I completely forgot, like, Danny got, Danny put her big girl panties on and was like, fuck all y'all. I'm doing it my way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's other things that happened in this episode. I was just like, oh, shit. I'm just of the bastards. When I go back on the rewatch, I'm like, oh, yeah, no. So this might be the best. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. When you look back at other episodes that we kind of can compare them to, uh-huh. like the Battle of Castle Black, Hard Home. Hard Home was a good episode, but it was just like that 10, 15 minutes was like, all right, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. This episode from start to finish was like, yeah, this this is real from start to finish. So it, it is up there. The cinematography in it was just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Okay, I mean it's up there. I'm not. I'm gonna save my ranking, so you still have time to put together a list. Man. Well, I guess we. Will, so we should actually probably really start thinking about this because come Saturday when we do complete season seven, we will or then Sunday, actually or Sunday because you know it's Friday. I got got a lot of stuff, to do, so I'm gonna try or Sunday. <laughs> okay, so or Sunday when we complete season seven. At that point, we will give our top. Seven episodes. So why they, not be seven? An episode from each season. Oh yeah, you did call that. You did say episode. You're right. So you're right, you're right, you're right. we will we'll do that before we get into season eight Sunday night. So all right. So battle. Yo, we here, cuz two years, cuz what's up? Is yo, it is Friday, and I'm off the next two days. <laughs> like, yo, like whole, do you realize you Monday know. the fifteenth and Friday the twenty sixth is gonna be like some of the most Social media talk days ever. Facts. It's really that night, but like, niggas got to work in the morning, so people might be asleep. Yes. It'll be interesting. Faux shizzle. Actually, my notes for Battle of the Bastards started with Danny's like WTF and Jakaris on that ass. <laughs> Those were my notes. Because oh, yeah, she starts burning people up. So this is actually when Yara and Danny meet as well. So they make a pack. Sansa told Jon's ass, don't do what Ramsay wants you to do. Like, just don't do it. Be smart. And Jon's like, you know, I'm kind of a smart guy. I know some shit. Um, it'll be all right. And he trots out Rickon and Jon falls into Ramsay's trap. And Rickon bites the dust. Yeah, like, man, why the fuck didn't that kid bob and... I, you know, I yeah, care. that's one of the things that's been said. Like, uh, who, why was he not swerving? After the first arrow came at his ass, I would have realized, oh, this is what we're doing? Dude, so, all right, listen. So we're going to get on a little race topic right now. You know, I hate to be that guy in this podcast, but hey, little white boys ain't athletic. Just call <laughs> spade a spade. Where was he going to buy my weave? Okay. You know what? We'll put it on that. You're right. He was a very sheltered little white kid. Yes. Come on now. So, Okay, you're right on that one. Then my other thought is, why the fuck didn't we send out one one? Like, why didn't somebody tell? Like, after John took off, big, big facts. I would have turned around and started backpedaling on that ass so I could see the arrow come at me and get out the way. You was gonna have to send thirty arrows to kill me because once I saw Ramsey arrows coming, then he'd have had to hit that old knocking loose on that ass. Be like, all right, I want him dead, kill him. Cause man, you think I'm gonna be looking and look running and looking over my shoulder to see the arrow coming? No. <laughs> but I'm with you. Why the fuck was one one out there just chilling in the cut? Yeah, he could have easily took a couple like seven quick steps, like rush. Uh, what y'all about to say? And and uh, a couple arrows. You see what happened to the kid afterwards? The boy took like thirty five of them joints and was still kicking. Yeah, so he could have saved Rickon, like that. Well, whatever, I guess. But you're right. Then we get a whole lot of fighting, a whole lot of people dying. And Ramsey had a good-ass plan. Like, Ramsey's plan was fucking legit. And I remember watching this for the first time and thinking, yo, did we really just bring back John for him to die here? It's like, if he dies here, I might be done with, like, fuck this show. That's what I was thinking to myself. Like, we just really, you put me through waiting all this time to find out if he was still fucking alive. I ain't got another book, and now you're about oh, to you're, just- you're sleep. I knew he was going to die. I, mean, I knew he was going uh, <laughs> to be alive. There's no way There's no way that you fall for that trap. And I knew he was going to be alive. When he fell for the Rickon trap and he charged this nigga, low key, you know, he ain't charged, but just he had nowhere to go. And then they shot a hundred arrows at this dude and not one even like, I was like, nah, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, when his ass was getting trampled in that, uh, underneath other people, I was like, yo, that must have hurt for real. And then I didn't appreciate, you know, 
my man Tormund getting fucked like that. Like he was getting, he was taking some fucking hits to the face. Like for real. Old dude from the car start guy was like fucking him up. He like he was headbutting him and whatnot. So yeah, but he took it like a champ. And then in comes Sansa and Littlefinger and the Knights of the Vale to the rescue. Yeah, and then John jumps out the pile, runs his ass to Winterfell. Like you think he'd have been a little winded <laughs> after it just happened. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make our way to Winterfell. They run their asses up there. We get. One one dies, so one one takes one for Yeah, Ramsey takes out one one. Yeah, Ramsey takes out one one. So we have lost our giant. And Did you say our? Yes, our giant. Like we lost the one good the last good giant, because the White Walkers got giants. So we lost ours. Now they, they got one up on us with giants. Um they probably have several giants. John with that that shield versus Ramsey with them arrows. That was that was a pretty dope scene. John was focused. This is when I realized Really, really realize, yo, John, this, John's a real one. Say so John's about that life. Yeah, John's about that life. For real. And fucks up Ramsey. Like, ugh, Ramsey deserved that. Ramsey des- we deserved this moment of watching Ramsey get his ass beat just as much as we deserve to see what's-his-face die when he choked to death at, the, at his wedding. Joffrey. Joffrey, yeah. yeah. Joffrey and Ramsey were those two just, like, those were just, that was gratifying. I'm mad that Sansa was there for John to stop because, like, that's low key what I'd have did too. I wouldn't have slit your throat. I wouldn't have like. That's that's what I would have did. I would have beat him till my hands got tired. <laughs> I'm glad that Sansa got that. Yeah, 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 no, she she the one that that was great. But I'm just saying, like, in yeah. John's case, like you said, it was good to see him get beat up. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, please get all these hands. Sansa sticks the dogs on Ramsey, gets his face eaten off by his dogs, and that was great to see. So, season six, episode ten, Winds of Winter. This, to me, is in one of this is in the running for me. One of this will this will be in my top seven. I actually will have two episodes from this season because Mm -hmm. this episode is not top seven anymore. No, it'll still be a top seven. But just one, it, I, I just, there, I think season, there will be a season that I just don't get, I don't give a shit about. I think it might be season one, to be honest so, with Yeah, you. season one. Season one or season two just didn't, one of those two seasons will get pushed out because of this episode here. Because this, to me, was another amazingly shot and directed episode from start to fucking finish. Where it starts with the bells and the silence. And I'm a big, like, well, with this show, like... They do that very, very well. Like, they lit the music just and the sounds and just the silence and let you just kind of be in the scenes. And they they, they do that so well. And they did that here um, from the start. Like, just everybody getting ready. You've got this music going on. And, yeah. And it wasn't the Reigns of Castamere this time. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was just as haunting. So, Loris confesses to everything and they think that he's going to, you know, get off. And he still gets, you know, the star carved in his forehead. And Marjorie's like, that wasn't supposed to be a part of the plan. So I really think they thought they were going to, like, like, get Lars, just get him out of here. And we just get him out of here and we get him to high guard and we'll be good. Which was essentially the plan. Like, that was probably the plan. Like, we just get him out of here. We'll send him to high guard and, and we, he can carry on with his life. Um, <laughs> this when the high... Sparrow makes a comment about heretics and apple steaks. I was like, what the fuck is an apple steak? <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> I still don't know because I didn't bother to Google it between then and now anyway. Tommen's getting ready to head down there and the mountain stops him. And this is where you're just like, okay, so some shit is about, like something about to go off. Maester Pycelle bites the dust. Again, we used, we turned, we weaponized children in this show. Like, why did the little kids have to kill him? Like, why couldn't he just poison him? Like, why did, why did, well, he could just poison Pycelle. Pycelle would have been an easy poison. Mm. Um, yeah, he didn't have to have the little kids, like, shank the shit out of him. That's your dig. That's your dig is ain't shit. Them people that ain't shit gotta go the long way. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what happened. Because, man, he probably paid them kids in candy, too. And this <laughs> is why you gotta be careful around small children. Can't be caught slipping. When 
no one shows up. So, and you know what? And I realize this. Okay, so this is where everyone not literally, like you said that Jamil said, this seriously got everyone the fuck up out of here because her uncle was down there. Um, you had all of the Tyrells down there except for Olena. So her son, um, his two kids were both in there. Yeah, you had mad people. You had everyone else that mattered at this point, basically. Um, in the in the septa Baylor waiting for this trial, and then Marjorie realized, yo, Cersei and Tommen ain't here, bro. Like, <laughs> she don't care about your trial. And the High Sparrow is just at this point, he is so full of himself, like he just can't even see it. Because I think he's really started like feeling himself at this point. Like he thought he was gonna get Cersei in there, and because actually kind of missed this a few episodes earlier. He, he convinced Tommen to do away with trial by combat, which was Cersei's out of all this, because she was going to be like, hey, I'll just ask for trial by combat. And the High Septum convinced, or the High Sparrow, whatever the fuck he is these days, um, convinced Tommen to outlaw that. And Tommen did it, knowing damn well and that that was his, probably his mom's plan, but he you know did it anyway. And I think this that was the moment when Cersei felt betrayed by Tommen. And because she says that later, like she tells Jamie later on, like he betrayed me. So I think that that was probably the, the moment that she was just like, well, yeah. Um, so we get wildfire again. We get the real reality of what wildfire can do. Yeah. Rather than just like boats, like. Like other than catapulting wildfire boats, like we can see that we can yeah. like set this shit up to be legit fucking take out a whole ass part of the city. Which. If when this plays a win, because it's not if it's gonna be a matter of when this plays a part in season eight, how is it gonna be used and who's gonna be using it? I feel like Tyrion Tyrion's taking out the uh, what is it the Red Keep? Tyrion's not gonna take out the Red Keep, but he's he. I still think at this point Tyrion does not want to kill his sister as much as Cersei has put him. Like, for the sake of Jamie, Tyrion. I think the only I think the only person to save is Jamie. I think if he had to kill Cersei, Cersei get the fuck up out of here. She need to get this pops. She need to get this pops, and Cersei's done worse shit to him than Tyrone. True, but I, I mean, there's he, no but. What you mean? He killed his dad, <laughs> and Cersei's done worse shit to him than than Tywin. What you think he gonna do to her? Beauty chain? Yeah, but I'm saying in season seven he goes to her, and he was still looking mad. He goes, he goes to her because he don't want tens of thousands of innocent people dying. Yeah, he did try to go to Tywin plenty of times. Exactly. He could have easily been like, you know, Danny, do your thug this, burn that whole <laughs> shit up, and let's take and let's rebuild the city. He trying to save everybody else. He don't go. I'm telling you, we obviously know how Cersei's dying, but yeah, if they can't, if they switch it up in the show, I don't think it'd be any kind of consolation for Tyrion to be like, yeah, you can get the fuck up out of here. True. She burns down the Septa Baylor, which you gotta think definitely takes out parts of like Flea Bottom, and oh, you know what, actually. Wait a minute, that just fucked that up. Now I need to see a, a, a map of King's Landing. Because that, that blew up a pretty significant little area around the Septa Baylor. And it seemed like Flea Bottom was right in that area. But in Season 7, when Davos goes to get Gendry from Flea Bottom, that shit wasn't melted. It was still there and just fine. So Flea Bottom was not that close to the Septa Baylor. That just dawned on me just this minute. But what else? Okay. Um, so it took out... A few square blocks. Fuck some shit up. So a lot of people died. This is where... I don't even want to say Cersei fucked up no more. Because she, now that I, like, have listened to her say she that her son betrayed her, I don't even... Yeah, this this wasn't a fuck up. She, I was thinking she just didn't go because she probably didn't feel like looking at Tommen's ass right at that moment. But she should have went to her son. Like, when all this shit happened, like, at this point, she should have went to him. Or at least been with him. Yeah. While this was going on. Um, again, one of, to me, like, one of the best... Just such an unexpected scene was him walking away from that window, and it's like you barely hear him put down his crown, and then you like kind of hear the footsteps coming back, and then his last jumps like just swan dives out that fucking window. And then the final words after that, didn't they say long may he ran after he jumped out the window? Oh no, long may she ran because that's when seriously got crowned after that, right after that. Oh, I thought it was long may he ran. I was like, oh. The- the irony, Jesus. Actually, no, because, yeah, because it's like at, right after that, Cersei decides to crown her fucking self. This is when we get, the, actually, this episode is when we got all Cersei in all black, dressed in all black like the omen. Yo, 
this dress, this outfit that she has on, I feel like she wears it for like the rest of the entire, like the rest of the series. To be honest with you, she never takes it off because she has on the same dress during all of season seven. But I'm okay with it because that thing is fucking fierce. The budget. Interestingly enough, the dress that she has on from this point going forward matches very similar. It looks a lot like the one Sansa got on. If you look at them, they look pretty much fucking identical. Which I don't think was an accident at all. Because these two women have come through some things together. And Sansa kind of acknowledges that she did learn a lot from Cersei. Will they ever see each other again? Probably. I could see that being one of those reunions. Kind of like how they had Dragonstone. When they had everyone finally come together. At the end it's going to be like Sansa, Cersei, Danny, John, Tyrion. Like the OGs, OGs. We get Sam and Gilly reaching the Citadel. So we get our first like real glimpse of the Citadel. Sir Davos learns what happened to Shireen in this episode. And this is when he tells, he asks John if he can kill her. And John's like, uh, uh, how about she just leave and don't come back? And Davos is like, yeah, but you ever come back, I ever see your face again. I'm going to kill you. Sansa apologized to John for not letting him know about the veil. And this was a great scene between the two of them because he was just like, look, man, we got enough problems out here in these streets. We can't be like keeping shit from each other. We got to trust each other, which was a very good point. Like, we got to be in this together. Varys had went off on a mission a couple episodes ago, and now we see where his mission was. He took his ass to Dorne to recruit the Sand Snakes. This is when Varys starts his little teleporting mission. Yeah, this this is again when, when Varys starts teleporting because he got his ass to Dorne and he... Brought in Lady Olena, and so they they team up. Danny tells Dario he gotta stay. She's going. She's going. He can't come. Which also then leads me to when shit hits the fan. Does Dario just fucking like season eight? Is Dario still in Marine? Like he just oh no, sick. Dario about to pop off. Dario about to come in there on some rescue mission shit. You gonna die, but he gonna save her. <laughs> Yo, Dario and the fucking second son's about to roll up in this peeps, and he gonna see his bay in John's arms, and he gonna die. <laughs> this is when Danny makes Tyrion her hand. She she gifts him with her crest. Yeah, she, he becomes hand to the queen. He's he's come up, he's come a long way from that crate. Littlefinger tells Sansa exactly what he wants. Um, he wants her, and he wants the Iron Throne. And she's like, that's a real pretty picture, bitch. And walks off. Sansa is on point with them walk-offs at this, like, now. Like, she's just like, nah, I'm good. Benjen gets brand to the wall. So, yeah, a couple episodes ago, we got Benjen Stark back, too. And he rescued Bran and Mira. And and he's, like, a half-dead White Walker. Yeah, yeah. Because the children in the forest plunged some dragon. They, tr- they saved him from turning into a white. By plunging dragon glass into it. So why didn't just stop all this other shit from happening too? Like it's just random. Like we just ran. They just randomly saved Benjen Stark. Like, I mean, he was willing to be saved. They only about like three feet tall. I guess I'm gonna need some more explanation on that. Although Benjen's dead now, ain't he? He died. Yes, Benjen is dead as of season seven. So like we didn't even really get that explanation. <laughs> there was on no that. reason. <laughs> I would have liked. Them. Someone they needed a zombie. That was the makeup for Lady Blackheart. There was budget again. True. You know what? <laughs> I didn't even realize that you're right. That was our substitute for Lady Blackheart, and that's some bullshit. Whatever. So Braun gets dropped off at fucking at the wall. And this is when we also learn John's true patronage. So this is when we get R plus L equals J solved. Mm-hmm. Cause that was annoying when this was airing mm-hmm. on Twitter. With that whole thing. And I was just like, okay. We all know what it is. Like, we all know it. And then it's like watching people who were like, said they didn't know. And it was like, were you really that naive? Did you really not know? <laughs> like, but okay. Um, so, yeah. We learn who John's real parents are. We get the bomb-ass uh, Leanna Mormont speech. Declaring John king in the north. Also, went from dead to king. Seriously crowns herself. And... The scene, the episode closes out with Danny on some boats heading to. So, all right, again, and the fact that now there's no sense of time. They had all them boats, all them sails made because at that one point when she was talking to Dario and he was like, oh, I seen them making the sail. I seen them painting the sails for your ships. And then five minutes later, they're all up and riding out. So I don't know how long it takes to paint sails on boats, <laughs> but my guess is it would take a little bit. Like, I mean, at least a good week or two. So. But yeah, Danny's got her boats. 
She got the Grey Joys. She got Varys. Varys teleported back to Marine. Say it again for the people in the say it loud for the people in the back. He out here apparating. I'm like, how the fuck this bald head dude go from one spot? How you go from Marine to Dorne to King's Landing to one fell back to him like, bro? So you uh you raiding? Basically. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this was this episode, this uh, season six ended with all of our favorites in some really powerful positions. You got John's King of the North, Cersei's Queen of Winterfell, or Queen of the fucking Iron Islands, or the, what the fuck? The Queen you of the Andals. Cersei's? Oh, Cersei's, like Cersei's the Queen of the <laughs> Andals in the Seven Kings. I'm Cersei, Queen of Winterfell. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Include me on the show you watching, because I ain't seen this one. <laughs> Cersei is the queen of the realm and the protector of men and the the Andals. And Danny got her boat. The Dothraki are on boats for the first time in history, making their way. And yeah, so that was that was a pretty powerful ending for season six. It was like okay. Mm-hmm. Now we are at the climax when things are finally going to start happening. Took us seven seasons to get here. <laughs> Eight, no, six. Six seasons to get here. And Loki makes me mad, though. Like, I'm I, obviously, I joined the show late. But it's just like, y'all really said that winter is coming for seven fucking seasons? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we... in season eight, you're going to give us six episodes and be like, peace. Yeah, because they did show enough give us that winter is here shit from uh, the Citadel. So I was just like, a white raven. Winter is here. I was, uh, you know, I wanted to flip the damn. Oh, oh, now it's here. Now uh, it's over. And granted, by the time I caught up, you know, I knew that season eight was coming. But season eight was coming like all, like a little over a year from now. I'm just like, and then y'all already been waiting for a year, bro. Square up. Square up. For real. Because season seven, going back over these episodes, were definitely rushed, maybe. Oh, yeah rushed packed with shit so it's like fuck what is season eight gonna be well they obviously added after the second episode another like 20 to 25 minutes per episode so they left room for packing mad shit in there true i just want to see this episode they talking about that's gonna kill the battle of the bastards that they said took fucking um, a month and a half to shoot oh that that, the battle of winterfell yeah um. Yeah, because I think we're gonna we're going to see all I don't of. Think it's gonna be out to get, get one. I think it's probably gonna be like episode three. There's no way they pack a Battle of Winterfell in like a 50 minute episode. Is it going to be the Battle of Winterfell, or is it gonna be when we finally see the Gold Company versus the Unsullied and the Dothraki? Nah, that's not coming till later. Yeah, no. Because we gotta get the Battle of Winterfell, and everyone flees south. And then when everyone's fleeing south, I think that's when we'll get that battle, and then. White Walkers going to show up and have to, we have part two of the White Walkers versus whoever the fuck's left, left. down in. Yeah. But by that time, they're going to have wiped out mad more people. So it's going to be like, they're going to have totally regrouped. They haven't wised up in King's Landing to, yo, this is a bigger problem. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> we shall be covering season seven of Game of Thrones. At that point, we will go over our top seven episodes so far from the series, and then uh, we can deep dive into some more of our predictions and things to come. We have gotten that last little trailer. I did end up watching it that they put out little the last one for the season that has like everybody's shit just hanging out at Winterfell, which to me is not a trailer. It's just a fucking publicity thing. Just that's all that was because I'm like you're you're not killing everybody in Winterfell like everybody mm-hmm. ain't gonna die so we will cover that on uh, the next episode um, so until then take care of yourselves and be good to each other.